how disgusting of a dunk was that Miles Bridges dunk? Oof, 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 oof. You caught, he caught my boy. He caught my boy Clint, man. Bro, yo, I, it, it took me down a rabbit hole of like just watching posters dunks and like better, better or got, worse than Utah. Better and worse than Utah. This was better. This no, was better. Hundred percent, bro. I think Anthony Edwards is better. No, no, no. Cody Zeller, oh, this rebound. guy cocked that joint back and banged Bridges. it off. This is what we want to see. Look at Miles Bridges attack oh. the shot blocker and look at Lamelo. Oh my <laughs> word! Just walk all over. Oh, man, <laughs> what's good? What's good? What's good? Welcome back, JJ. How you doing, brother? Hey, it's been a while. What's going on? It's uh, it's been it's been very 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 long. Um, yes, primarily due to me, but you know. We're back. Hey, it's all good. We, we, we've been doing it two podcasts, so, you know, we've been focused on the other one for a little bit. But, um, you know, it is time to bring back to this podcast because <laughs> one specific reason where Romare is very, very happy is Why the Toronto Maple Leafs, man. The Toronto the Maple Leafs. Toronto Maple Leafs. Dude. Leafs. They are making some noise. However, that being said, it's cautious optimism. Find the clip from the beginning of the year, Umair. Find the clip. I I called this. You did? I called this. This is the year. This is the year. And I love and I love what they've done. This 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 trade deadline. I love what they've done. What do you like thoughts on it? Kyle Dubis Kyle Dubis literally just sat there, put all of his chips into the middle of the table. That's all he did. Yeah. He put his chips in. I was hoping if they could have traded that young kid, what's that? Robertson? Robertson. Robertson, yeah. Yeah, Robert if they could have moved him and got another, you know, another big piece, but the even thing better. Is he, but they didn't need he, to. He, he but they didn't need, need to. to. He's he is a solid prospect, though. And, and I think their low key pickup of Chucky of of Galchenyuk, oh man, oh, has really really, really helped them. Which I think, because I think they were looking for a scorer before. Yes. Um, but I think they found that piece with Galchenyuk because he's he plays well with other skilled players. Correct, and that's what and he that's always what he needed. Should. That's what he always needed. And um, on a line with Matthews and Marner now, like you're playing first you're line looking, against kid. You're looking at Matthews, who's what top three, top five skill player in the league right now. Probably, yeah, top Easily. three, I would assume. Top right? three, best goal scorer Mar- in the league. And, and Marner's a top fifteen player, give or take. Top ten right now. Yeah, uh, you know what I mean. So you're playing with super skilled players, um, and then. Also, the Felino pickup. I I, look, I love this, the Felino pickup. The Felino pickup is good because the Leafs struggle in the first round when the game gets condensed, when it gets smaller. Condensed, smaller, right? It's more physical, right? Yeah. yeah. And, right? He, and he gets those grinded out goals. Correct, right? He's yeah. And he showed it last year. Columbus beat exactly. the Maple Leafs, right? Exactly. And he he was a focal point of that. Yeah, they didn't go further than that. And they had some incredible but, goaltending. But that being said... They still played well. Um, Loki, the biggest pickup this whole season, and I said this at the start, and the reason why we're doing so well is TJ Brody. Mm-hmm. TJ Brody is someone that nobody really talks about. He's not someone that's on a lot of people's radar, but nope. he comes in night in, night out, does his thing, mm-hmm. and the second pairing of Justin Hall and my uh, Jake Muzzin. Sort of came out of nowhere, but they're playing some shutdown minutes. That gives and that's what them. you need. You need that in the playoffs. That's, that's all you need yeah. in the playoffs. You need that you in the playoffs. Six guys that'll come in and do mm-hmm. their job. 
with Morgan Riley, you know what you're getting. TJ Brody yep. played alongside Mike Giordano throughout his time in Calgary. So mm-hmm. and he got some big first-line minutes. So you're seeing that pay dividends. And 100%. our defense has held up, but we have four lines that are all rolling. I said this before, and I know we discussed this a little bit, but you need those old guys that are skilled old guys mm-hmm. that come in and they take those like bottom six spots with the young guys. Obviously, you need the space and you need the piece, uh, pace and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But having that Jason Spezza, the Joe Thornton sort of turning back the time, playing as well as they have been. Joe Thornton sort of not much, but Spezza has been playing incredible. Yeah, but Thornton, doesn't, right? he doesn't need to right now anyways. He doesn't need to right now. Well, no. Once the playoffs comes, right, that's when we need these guys to sort of step up a little bit more. For sure. But this is the most, this is the year where, I guess, yeah, where this Nick Foligno pick was that, right? It's like we're trading a first rounder. Hopefully mm-hmm. it's the, the 30, 31st, 32nd uh, pick, yeah, right? Yeah, it, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. This, so, doesn't matter. this is the, the, like what I said uh, uh, this is the Mark Gasol quote unquote that you're picking it up. It is here. the Mark Gasol pick already. Right? Right? And he's he his dad used to play for the Leafs. Yeah. Mike Foligno, right? He was in that ninety two run. Marcus, yeah. sorry, Marcus Foligno. Yeah. Um and he was part of that ninety two run with mm-hmm. um with Dougie and stuff like that. So like there's some Nick has he's got some roots in Toronto, man, and um it's gonna be fun to watch. Another guy to look forward to in the playoffs is Wayne Simmons. Mm-hmm. Right, he's another grinder, a, another grinder, right? But he yep. can score, right? So exactly, these type of guys who can do that, right? You, you know, Matthews and Marners are going to get hit a lot, right? And you need these guys to sort of step up, right? And to, mm-hmm. right, uh, the thing about the the North Division is most of the teams play with a lot of skill, but there's no team that's as deep as the Toronto Maple Leafs. Nope. So when you're nope. having those matchups with either. Uh, it's going to be who? Toronto, Edmonton, Montreal, and probably Winnipeg, right? Mm-hmm. Are you going to be your top four? Um, so whoever you're playing in those in that division, it's going to be it's going to be a grinding out game, right? Yeah. And all you need is, and that's the playoff hockey, right? All you need is one goalie to get hot. But how yeah. you break that is you need goal scorers on all three, four lines that can for come sure. in and chip in at any moment. And I think Felino gives us that, right? So now you're looking at a top top pairing of like top line of what? You got Chucky, Matthews, and Marner. Then you got Tavares, um, Nylander, and Felino. Your third line is um, Hyman, Kerfoot, and throw whoever else you want out there. Yeah. Right? And um, then you got Spezza, Thornton, um, Robertson, sorry, third line you got Simmons on there, right? So you got you got a solid, solid lineup around here. Yeah. Um. So and also and the one story that we haven't talked about is Jack Campbell. Jack, Jack Campbell's coming out of nowhere, man. Pro right. eleven and zero. That's set a franchise record. Like that's yeah, that's obscene, right. man. That's crazy. Coming out of nowhere. It seems like he's a guy that the the players love to play in front of. Yes. Um, He's one of the nicest guys in the league, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, everyone sort of wants to do it for him. Yeah. His his story is pretty incredible too, man. I don't know if you really read into it, but like got drafted in the first round, um, was playing in the the Kings or the Ducks system and like, sorry. uh, King system. King system, right? And didn't do that well. Um, Quick took over. Quick took over and then he got yeah. sent down. No, no, I think he was the Dallas Stars system. Sorry, I think he got drafted by Dallas Stars. Yeah, I believe it was Dallas Stars that he got drafted by. Um, and then didn't do well. Got sent down to the A. Then got sent down to the ECHL. 
wow. right, on the East Coast Hockey League. Right, and wow. so I have to work way back up from that injuries, all these yeah, things. You're right. But 11th overall pick, 2010. 2010, right? And um, he's only what? He's only 29 years old. So yeah, um, man, he's played. He's played incredible, and it looks bodes well for us because Freddie's been out for a while. Freddie looks like he's going to be out for even further. Like that David Rittich, Rittich, Rittich pickup mm-hmm. um, was so because we don't know how long here uh, Freddie's out for. Um, probably going to come back a few days before the playoffs and going into the playoffs. Is he going to be our number one? We don't know. No. Yet. So we'll you can't. find out. You can't. Right? And I think you, gonna, you ride with Jack you, Campbell. You're going to ride with Jack with Campbell, right? And, you ride with Jack but Campbell. That's the, but that's the thing. It's like you have a goalie as good as Freddie Anderson waiting in the wings, right? Just it's going to be interesting. It, so uh, in the NHL, something like this can mess with the team. And you have to yeah. play it right. You have to play it right. Your percent. Um, so it will be interesting because now you have three goalies. You know, Riddich is, isn't a starting goalie, but he's a borderline starter in the NHL. Yeah, he's a he splits time. He's, yeah, he splits he's time. Right. Um, Jack, Jack Hamwell was supposed to be a guy who splits time, or supposed to be a backup, but he's you know he's playing out of his mind right now. And yeah, hey, in, in hockey, you you ride the hot goalie exactly. Um, and I think and then we see what happens with Freddie. Right, and Freddie, I think, is on um, either an expiring contract or his contract he's is expiring. He's expiring. Right, he's expiring. So he's got um, something to play for. Hundred percent. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. It's going to be. Yeah. And this is this is pra- pretty much Freddie's last uh, contract, right? He's thirty-one, turning thirty-two, probably. Um, he's got to cash in. He's got to cash in, right? And he's going to have he's to go for it. In. So he's gonna, we'll see what happens. But in terms of goalies, yeah, Freddie is mm-hmm. solid, solid number one. Um, so this is a good problem to have. It's actually a good problem to have. Uh, but all of that being said, it all comes down to once the playoffs begin, how do the Toronto Maple yeah. Leafs do? And what counts as a good year or not a good year, right? Like, is conference final good enough? Is no, this, year, this year for the Leafs, this year for the Leafs, it's got to be finals or bust. Bust, yeah. It's got to be finals I, or bust, man. Right. Uh, this is your, is what, fifth year with them? Fifth year with this team now? Fourth, fifth, fifth year, right? So, yeah. yeah. Even, but I think that you, you haven't, you haven't made it out of the first round. Right, so to put That's the crazy. finals, right? To put That's the finals, crazy. it's it's crazy, right? So you, but even for me, like if they make it to the Eastern Conference Finals, right? Like you make it to the, that you call that a successful much, season? I for me that would be a successful season because you have a mm. young enough squad, you have a yeah, young enough squad so. that they're coming back, right? So, um, but looking judging by what they've done and who they're bringing in and what they've, what you went they've all in. given up, you're going all in, right? You yeah. you got your like you got. A good mix of young and old that can actually do it. So, um, definitely, definitely, definitely contenders. But a big pickup by the Washington Capitals right now with Anthony uh, Anthony Matha is going to be that's going to put them sort of right in that upper echelon of contenders again. Um, their goalies again. It's been a little bit interesting this year, but Capitals are the Capitals. They've won it. They got Ovechkin. They got, and he's still firing. Zid- uh, it's Zidano. Zidano oh my Chara, God. man. Bro. Chara, he's right? still putting and in work. Putting in work, right? He's still putting in his minutes, man. He's over 40 years old, bro. This guy's still, still, still playing as well as he is. So yeah. That's a team that scares me. Boston's always a team that scares you. And this Taylor Hall pickup's going to re. They, Do you think it'll rejuvenate him? You know, rejuvenate him? 100%. 100%. Yeah. Throw him on a, a line with Bergeron Poster. and Marchand, hmm. right? Or even Pasternak, right? Like, I don't know whichever line you go throw him on, right? He's going to. Shit. He's going to really do good. well, man. 
I didn't think throwing, about that. Throw him on with Bergeron and Marchand. We'll watch what happens to him. Yeah, that's you a good point. Taylor, Taylor Hart. All, yeah. All he has to do is just get to a spot by that. Yeah. Get by the right. puck will find him. Yeah, it will, right? Uh, and in, yeah. in, in Buffalo, he wasn't playing with no scrub. He was playing with Jack Eichel. But Buffalo just can't seem to figure out a system of any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Right? Like, you got Jeff Skinner, who's absolutely shitting the bricks, right? Like, the problem in Buffalo is that you have too much talent for a team to be playing that bad. We don't know what it is, right? And <coughs> I think it goes right from the system. It, it goes from the ownership. The ownership put a lot of a lot of their attention to the Buffalo Bills, the Pagulas, yeah. and then put much didn't put much attention towards the Buffalo Sabers. And Sabres. I think it's 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 hurt from their you know they've had multiple GMs now and yeah you know what I mean well, it, it just trickles down. Right, and coaches have been pretty solid too, man. Like, yeah, they they. It's not like they've brought in some scrubs either. So it's it's gonna take some time, but that's a franchise that really needs to turn around. They got too much talent, right, mm-hmm. to be playing as bad as they are. And um, you're playing in a tough division, so if, you know what I mean. Like you, like obviously outside of the the whole system this year, but you're playing in the Atlantic, and that's a tough divi- that's, that's a tough a division. Super tough, super tough. That's division, a tough man. division. You're playing so, up against um, you gotta bring your Philly, you gotta bring Pittsburgh, your yeah, Boston. Um, you've got. Uh, no, I'm saying Washington. even going forward, like I'm saying even like next year, right? Like the regular, yeah, division. even next year, yeah, even regular, regular division, division for sure. Yeah, because yeah, you're tough. playing with yeah, Leafs. Yeah, yeah Leafs. you're playing with the Leafs, Boston, Tampa Bay, right? Those Tampa, no, not teams. Tampa. In the regular the, division, no. Oh, sorry, sorry, not the regular. No, that would be it. Would be Leafs, Montreal, Ottawa, yeah, yeah. Buffalo, and. Um, Boston, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So yeah, that's a that's a tough division as well, man. So tough uh, division. Going to be interesting to see what happens, man. But that's that being said, like it's going to get interesting. There's what 15, 16 games left for most, like fourteen games left for most teams. Um, a lot can change. Uh, let's see if Matthews hits fifty goals, man. I think he 30, will. 31, So fifty goals. Unless you rest, 16. unless you rest towards the end of the game. Does the season? Because I think they, they they've locked up first, pretty much. Uh, there's it's still uh, again it's still tough to say, man. They are six points clear of the next team, but you yeah. still you still don't know what's gonna happen, right? Um, mm-hmm. But yo, know, it's crazy, man. So Leafs are fifty nine, Winnipeg's fifty three, Edmonton fifty two, and Montreal's at forty three, and they're in fourth place. Then you have a big drop to Calgary, thirty-seven. Vancouver, 35. Montreal does have game on game in hands, though, right? They do have a bunch of game in hand. You have, yeah. I think, three to four games in hand. Yeah, right? and so does uh, Vancouver. Vancouver has five games in hand on most teams. Um, so yeah, a lot can change in that time frame. But just uh, the the North Division, man, I I don't know what's going to happen, especially for all, like Ottawa again. They're young, but Calgary and Vancouver remains to be seen what goes on with those guys. Um, yeah, it's enough hockey, but. Again, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun to see the 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 West is gonna be fun as well, man. The Colorado, Vegas, Mini, and St. Louis. Then you got Carolina, Tampa, Florida, Nashville um, for Central. East is East Division is gonna be the craziest. You got Washington, Pittsburgh, Boston, and Islanders. Uh, and Boston hasn't done as well this year, so we'll see. We'll see what they're a playoff they're, team. They're a playoff they're, team. They are a playoff team, but they are missing Zidane Chara. Yeah, that's not. Definitely. That's not. That's true too. Yeah, that's uh, that's a, and that's a big, big loss, right? And a big pickup. For now, people people say this about Montreal. They say Montreal's more built for the playoffs, but uh, man, I, I've watched their games. I don't know, man. I don't see it, bro. I don't see it's, it. It's 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 because it's a scrappy game in the playoffs, right? It's not something that's like it's like it's a grinded out. 
that's where you need those teams that have those big bruisers that can score those like pocket goals, goals like like, yeah. like try like garbage goals right um or the guys that can like sort of just like like i don't know shorten the game but like um like things just become tighter right there's not enough space like you're getting more suffocated so um it's it's interesting to see we'll see what happens so i do like montreal in the playoffs man you just need a, a hot carry price and that's that's all it really takes yeah we've been waiting for that we've been waiting you, for that you you have been waiting for that um all right let's move over to the to the hardwood um let's, the question is that to tank or not to tank but before we even get there man um how disgusting of a dunk was that Miles Bridges dunk? Oof, 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 oof. He, that, caught, he caught my boy. He caught my boy Clint, man. Bro, yo, I, it, it took me down a rabbit hole of like just watching poster dunks and like better, better or worse than Utah. Better or worse than Utah. This was better. This no, was a better, hundred percent, bro. I think Anthony Edwards is better. No, 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 bro. This guy cocked that joint back. And banged it on him, right? Like, look, look at the arm extension. There, you know what? There was a couple this weekend. There was um, the, there was the Paul George. Harkless. There was the Paul George. Paul George, right? There's a few posters, right? There's a few but no, this weekend. The thing is, like, okay, first things first. You're comparing Utah Watanabe to Clint Capella. Clint Capella is a shot blocker. He is a shot blocker. There, he is a shot blocker. It's not like he's some next, like he's some like Utah Watanabe essentially. And then secondly, right, he's coming straight at him. And Clint's, like, getting ready, getting up. To block. He and was late. He was late. Clint was late he, to it. He, he was late. But, the but no, he cocked he, it back. He cocked it back. He cocked it back. Full extension all the way. And the and then, right? Like, that was dirty. This is, this is one of the dirtiest ones. Right? It was and dirty. It was dirty. Um, and I wanted to watch the Anthony Edwards. But it's, it's, it's incredible. It's Again, it's the athleticism is off the charts, man. Hundred percent is off the chart, but again, Utah came late, coming on the weak yeah. side, right? There's a lot, of, a lot of things happening there. And then, and, and then the, the Paul George one, he got the the rookie, right? Isaiah, Isaiah, Isaiah Stewart, Isaiah Stewart, right? Yeah, he got Isaiah him. Stewart, yeah. So yeah. either or, so it took me down a rabbit hole, and I started watching different dunks, right? So you got the the Dwayne Wade on Anderson Verja. Oh, I love right. that one. I absolutely right. love that dunk. You, it was disgusting. You got the Scotty Pippen on uh, Patrick Ewing. You got Michael Jordan on Patrick Ewing. Um, you got the Baron Davis on Andre Karolenko. Right. Yep. Uh, that was in the playoffs. That was in the playoffs, right? That was, that was the, the we believe. That was the we believe team. We believe we right. And then the most like, so and then you, you had Kobe on Dwight. Right when yeah. Dwight was defensive player of the that year his, at that time, that was his baptism. That was his baptism. Was to the right? Then you got the the DeAndre Jordan on Brandon Knight, right? Oh, An Aldi U poster. Uh, you got uh, a Terrence Blake Ross Griffin, on Blake Griffin on um, Timothy uh, Timothy Mozgov, right? Yeah. Uh, you got the Terrence Ross on, on Kenneth. Kenneth. Reed, yeah, right? yeah. The best, uh, my best. The bench react on that's the best. Oh, 100 percent. The Demar DeRozan on um, who was that he dunked it on? Uh, I was against, uh, oh, uh, he did it against uh, Jonas Jurepko. Jonas Jurepko, yeah. Detroit. Uh, Detroit. Yeah. yeah. But my favorite dunk that I still don't know how, how he did it was Vince Carter on a long oh, morning. Yeah. Oh, I, I think Vince Carter, I think the Olympics one, I still like. I can't okay, yeah, that, that. One, that one, yeah. That that's one, on a different that category, one, I guess. That's a different category, right? The, the Vince Carter one is, he did the, uh, did he do the three, no, no, no. 
No, so this the, in this one because he went at Zoe and Zoe was yeah. like, no. But the fact that they met in midair, yeah, that's what Zoe it stopped him, but yeah. he cocked it back, yeah, hang time, and then he dunked it. On. <clears throat> so right? Vince Carter talks about this dunk, and he said there was a company that wanted to put it on a commercial, but right. Alonzo Mourning had to sign off on it, and Alonzo Mourning said no. Obviously. Obviously. Those, he's like, he's oh, also, VC says uh, Zoe still doesn't talk to him that much. He's like, uh, he's salty from that dunk. Interesting. Really? Yeah, yeah. Zoe salty can, from that dunk. I can see Zoe being salty from that dunk. Yeah. Vince was, man, Vince's athleticism. Whoa. Bro. I, I think a little underrated for us. Like, you know, not a lot of people talk about his I guess people, I guess oh, we did, we did, we did, we did growing up. But the man, he, he, he put on a show when he came on the court, man. There's Bro, so many of his dunks, man. The thing is, no player has electrified like him. No. He's got, like, if you're talking about greatest in game dunkers, or actually dunkers in general, but in game dunkers, obviously Vince is on that kind. Of, he's got to be on that list. It's He is probably the most smoothest dunker I've seen. Yeah, that's true too. It makes it, like, it look it so easy. So easy, like it's one. Yeah. Right? And yeah, that's the thing crazy. about Vince. Like, all these new guys, like, yeah, they can dunk. There's some really good dunkers out there. But nobody makes it seem so effortless. Definitely. Even like, even because it's like, even the Zoe dunk, like it wasn't Vince was coming out of him like full speed. He came at him fast, but it was just his athleticism, man. It was in, through the charts. The, the, the other thing about Vince is like, it, it wasn't like his game wasn't just athleticism. Like, he, you know what I mean? People Cook, compare to shots. Pe- 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 people talking about how he's the next Jordan, and next Kobe, right? Yeah. That's where he was in his career. And obviously, it didn't get to that level. But he had no, a, he started a great career in the NBA. I think the thing with Vince was that he 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 didn't have that same sociopathic mm, thing that work, Kobe work effort, and, yeah. and Jordan had, right? Like that yeah. that that need to be the best. Definitely, right? Vince knew he was amazing. Vince knew he was a Hall of Famer, right? Yep. Vince knew that he was going to do something, but he didn't have that that little bit of like whatever you want to call it. Can I recommend something? I recommend you guys listen to Colin Sexton on the old band of the three. This man is a sociopath. The way he, ha- like, you know, like, um, really? obviously he had he, he had his thing with Freddie a couple weeks ago, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but just listen to him talk and, like, like, the way he thinks about the game and, like, the way he practices and, like, uh, you know, all this stuff growing up. It's It's like, you're like, holy crap, this guy, like. It's not just skill for this guy. He works to be that type of player. Like, um, what do you mean? Like, he talked about, like, um, when he was, when he was, like, eight or nine years old, his parents asked him what he wants for Christmas. And he's like, I want mm. an alarm clock. He set his alarm clock for 5 a.m. in the morning so he can start playing, so he can start practicing. At eight or nine years old. Five o'clock in wow. the morning. So he's like, when I got to college or when I got to high school, five o'clock's nothing for me. Wow. Right? Wow. So he's planning from then. Yeah. He's planning from then. His his goal was obviously to beat his older brother. But obviously, okay. man, look look where he made it now in the NBA. Um, it's a, and it's also though. interesting. It's also interesting because um, I don't know if you remember a couple years ago, there was a college, uh, there was a college game where um, there was at one point in the game, it became five on three. Okay. I actually remember a couple of years ago. It was uh, he was for University of Alabama where he played. Um, they had right. they had like a uh, there was like a fight in the game, and basically oh, all the bench yeah, players yeah, got yeah, kicked yeah. out, and then two right. of his players got five fouls. 
Um, so it was five on three. So he was actually one of the players on the court. So they're talking about that too. Very interesting. It's it's like a, I think it's a twenty minute interview, but it's very interesting. And, and I and like, I hoop heads would 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 be very interested in it. But you talk his mentality is like that. Like when you talk about that 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 you know like. You're kind of screwed in the be, head. Yeah, yeah, he's he's like wants he's to be, like that. wants to be that next level. Yeah, he's like that. That's he's like very that. interesting. He's very one, very and he talks about the struggle. Like like JJ Reddick, you know, he's a really good interviewer. Where he's like, he kind of nip like he, he, it's like you know he's won wherever he's gone, and now like how he's sh- struggling with where they are right now with Cleveland. Mm. Right. <clears throat> True. True. Yeah. It's a, it's I an think, interesting and, uh, listen. That's a, that's another thing about NBA, I guess, is a lot of these guys they've never failed. Yeah. And growing up, they've never failed. So how do you come overcome those failures, right? And I think that's mm-hmm. that's something that really really plays into it, right? Uh, for sure. Or or that like you need that like I don't know, if you look at Jordan, for example, getting cut, right? Like that was the time he failed and knew that he could never ever go back to that feeling. Definitely. Um, anyone could be better than him. So yeah, it's 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 pretty crazy, pretty crazy. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. Um, all right, let's go to the let's go to our beloved tank or no tank, JJ. What are your thoughts? <sighs> okay, I see both sides to it. I see both okay. sides to it. Um, where I'm at, I think we should just tank it. I think we should just tank it. Uh, honestly, like we're not going anywhere this year. Um, right. The team doesn't look comfortable mm-hmm. um we've something's had a big off. hole there's something up there's been a big hole on, on this roster for the whole time now we got Ken Birch which really filled that hole for us mm-hmm. um I, I don't know I, I I get the other side too like I don't like promoting losing and we have a winning culture for so many years for sure um and a fighting culture for so many years uh, like mm-hmm. if they if they went on a little run obviously I'm all on board to make it into the playoffs again for sure but I think, you know, getting a, a, a prospect, if we can get into that bottom five and get a, a, a good prospect going forward, um, I think it would really help our uh, future of our organization. Um, that's what I think. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm indifferent too, but I, I'm leaning towards the let's just take it and, and we'll figure it out next year. What do you think? So um, I'm okay with either side. However... Um, I just want to see our guys develop. That's my biggest thing. We win, we lose. I don't really care at this point. As long as the guys are being put in situations where we can win those games or that they can grow and develop as players. Truth be told, whoever we get from 1 to 30, 1 to 31, 1 to 32, I don't know how many teams are in the next year. Is uh, the expansion team coming in next year or no? No, there's no expansion. Never mind. What is it? Oh, I'm thinking hockey for some reason. Still in hockey. Yeah. Um, my bad. Um, so wherever we end up, I know we can get a guy that our front office can turn into whoever they want to turn into. Um, and you're seeing that with even like Malachi Flynn, right? Like you can see how poised he is and how good of a player he is in our system and that he can be. So I'm not worried about who we get and what we get. Obviously, if we get Cade, then we get Cade, right? Like, He's a generational I don't, think, I, don't, I don't think I don't think we'll fall that far. But we're not ever gonna fall that far. The, now, right? the, dra- the draft lottery could be in our favor, but uh No, but like if you if you look at it, okay, so as of right now, we are sitting uh in front of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight teams, right? Yeah. Um 
So we're looking again at the 8 to 10 to spot if we do if the season ends where it is. That being said, we're two games out of the 11th spot or 10th spot, mm-hmm. which would put us into contention to make the playoffs. Yeah, play in tournament. Play in tournament. I feel like our guys get more out of getting into the playoffs and learning than they do by tanking and going for the next guy. That's we've true. Got, we've got too much of a culture of, of a winning culture. Mm-hmm. Guys need and they have it in them. They have it in them. We have what is what fifty or fifty four games in. We got a seventy eighth game season, so twenty four games to go. We go eighteen and six in the next twenty four. And we make the playoffs. Take this and okay, what's our record right now? Twenty one and thirty three. Twenty one and thirty three. We're one and eleven on back to backs. Right. That's crazy. Right. Crazy. But last year we were actually we were pretty solid about to that. Yeah, we're solid. Wait. So that it's just it's just a matter of there's a lot of things that have happened, right? Like you've got yeah. guys struggling with confidence. Pascal is struggling mm-hmm. with his confidence. Oh. Pascal is also coming back from a very bad COVID, especially with and even Freddie, right? And I can say from like personal experience, right? Like that that's that shit ain't easy. No. Right. And it, it's not something that uh um I've seen people around me that have gotten it. Like, it's not easy for the lay person. No. Right? And for we sure. Got, we got athletes out here that are struggling after getting it. Definitely. Um, so, it's going to take some time for them to get back into the groove and stuff like that. But that mm-hmm. being said, you're only two games out of that 10 spot. Sure, Chicago is ahead of you. Right? Indiana is, what, five games ahead of you. New York, six games ahead of you. Do I expect the New York Knicks to go as well as, well as they're playing for the rest of the season? Probably not. They're sitting at 500. They're probably going to drop some games. The game yesterday hurt, right? That would have been a big swing in it. But whatever, it happens. It happens. This stretch that we're in right now is a big stretch because if we if we go uh, below 500 on this five game stretch, if we go two and three, yeah, I think it's going to really hurt our hurt our uh, chances if we go because we because the thing is we still got a West Coast trip. We haven't played the Correct. Clippers at all this year. Nope. We got one more against the Lakers. We got one more against Denver. I'm pretty sure we got one more against Utah. Right. Um, so you still got some top tier teams you're still going to be playing. Yeah, 100% you are. And that's 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 the thing, right? You, you don't know what's going to end up happening. But that being said is I don't think any any team, no team really scares me. No. We lose, our, we lose uh, the games. We lose the game because of ourselves. Let's be real, right? Like We've seen what we can do when we want to play well, like, a Denver yeah. team, right? Denver is all, all obviously one of the better teams in the league, and we showed what we could do. But then we end up losing to the New York Knicks, right? Like it's like you don't know what Raptors you're gonna get, right? You can either get the plus fifty four, or you can get us going off eighty seven points and a half, or we can't hit a layup. Yeah. So oh, definitely. You, you don't you don't really know what you're getting and what's gonna end up happening. Um, that being said. There are some big games coming up. We got another game with New York coming up. Um, we got what do you call? I know we're playing the Brooklyn Nets a couple of times. We got the Magic coming up, Spurs, Hawks, right? Like it's gonna be. It's not gonna be the easiest of schedules, but um, you gotta it's fight. Not, we gotta fight, right? And um, we're not really also playing th- any. Go ahead. As and also you gotta look at the other way. Like the Raptors is not a franchise that tanks. Like if you look at our last like. Like our last two times we picked in the top ten, yeah. um, twenty sixteen, and before that was twenty twelve. Twenty sixteen was our boy Jakub, was right. our boy Yak, and then twenty twelve was T Ross. Right, we picked eight and we picked. Uh, but the twenty sixteen pick, um, 
It wasn't. We made the playoffs that year. Did we? Then our last pick would have been 2012 if you think of it that way. Then was right, it? Like, could have been. Because we might have gotten that pick from somewhere. Three. It's. It's. Oh yeah, because we, we took Delon Wright that pick that that year as well. Correct. So right. our last time we were we were picking in the top ten was Terrence, Terrence Ross. Ross. Yeah. Yeah. Which was a long time ago. 2012. 2012. Right. So. We're not a we're not a franchise that really really loses no. right or or, no. or is used to it. So, uh, do I expect us to go in a lottery? Probably not. I think the guys will, there's too much talent on this team that they'll be able to turn it around. Um, but I don't even care about that. I just want our young guys to get a good run, to learn the system, to become comfortable in it. And you've seen it when they've understood the system, they played really well. Man, Malachi and that jump shot. Holy! Yeah, the last couple of games I've been watching his jump shot. Wow, very that's impressed, good. right? And very that's impressed. That, that's what you get from a four-year player, right? Yeah. Malachi was a four-year player, right? or three or four years, something like that, before yeah. we came into the league. Um, just they're 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 a little bit more refined, and then you get polished in this Raptors system. Even Gary Trent, right? Like you're going to see him start to flourish, right? Uh, <clears throat> I think we already have. Oof. Yeah, he's he's been playing really well, but it's 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 also because like he hasn't hit a lull yet. The main the main thing happens is after after you hit a lull, how good do you come back? And we haven't seen Gary Trent go through that yet, so we'll, that that remains to be seen. But <laughs> sorry, um, well, that Yak draft pick was yeah. from Andre Bargnani trade. <laughs> the New York Knicks. Thank you very much. The gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shoots. But yeah, man, that's. I got a question for you outside of the Raptors. Who, yeah. if you had to choose, who's your favorite to win the NBA championship right now? Oh, that is a million dollar question, isn't it? Uh, honestly, man, I think it's the Brooklyn Nets. I know. I said the same thing. I said right. Brooklyn Nets. I've seen the I same thing. Are you saying the LA, LA? Are you going to say Clippers or Lakers? Clippers. Clippers. Right. Mm. See, I, I'm thinking the same thing, right? I, I don't know about the Clippers, but the Brooklyn side of it, I'm just like, man, the. They're, they just got to be the favorites. Like, whoa, no, they're but a good I think, team. I, I think we all knew they were going to be the favorites, but um, the only team oh, before the season before before the season we all thought the Lakers. I guess the Harden trade changes it. Harden trade changed. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah changed favorite, it. Right? Yeah. But the only team that can beat the Brooklyn Nets are the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets. Yeah, and definitely. That's it, right. If they definitely. internally explode, then that's that's on them. But um, with a team as deep as they are, as strong mm-hmm. as they are, as the scoring that they have, like. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Definitely. What are you gonna do, right? And they're they're taking it easy going into the playoffs. They know that they don't have to really bust their asses off right now, and that's fine, right? Does Philly scare them? No. Does Milwaukee scare them? No. Atlanta scare them? No. Uh, Miami, sure. Yeah, Miami's but Miami, man, Miami. I've watched a couple of their games. They are struggling a little bit, and I think they're still struggling to find a piece. Um, I don't know. Again, it's it's, it's their team. If they can get rolling, then it's tough to stop them. They're they're a playoff team, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Can Miami beat the Clippers or Lakers? No, but they'll. Hey, never know. They, they, they can they can beat anyone in the in the in the Eastern Conference, right? Um, and from the West, and the, yeah. we, and the West is whoa, man. There's so many good teams. Like 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 I think Lakers could, are almost falling to seventh right now. You might have Phoenix and Lakers in the first round. So they're they're fifth right now, but um, okay. Port, they're Port dropping right behind them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but from those top six, Utah, Suns, Clippers, Denver, Los Angeles, and Lakers. Sorry, in Portland, uh, 
any of those six teams can do really well. Oh, right? and then, yeah, man. And, and then in the play-in, you got Dallas, Memphis, Spurs, and Warriors. Again, all four of those teams can do really well. Right? You, you're you a Steph Curry 40-point game away from going into Being, the playoffs. Making right? it to the playoffs. Yeah, that's a good point. Right? And, that's, and, and then, sure, you put Utah against Golden State. Man, that's that's tough to say. I know Wiseman's out for the rest of the year, torn meniscus most likely. Um, but you just never know. Will Golden State make any noise in the playoffs? I don't know. Probably not against the bigger teams. But um, but, but 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 if you're one of those top teams, that's a team you don't want to play the playoffs. No, you don't. They have right? the exp- they have a couple. Of, they have the experience, right? They have the experience, and they have Steph Curry, right? You can try yeah. to like stop him, but like when you think about it, in terms of Utah and their wing guards, like who do they have? Like they got Jingles, they got. Um, uh, Royce O'Neal plays Royce a lot O'Neal. of defense for them. Um, you got Spy- Boyan Bogdanovich, um, Boy- Boyan Bogdanovich, Spider Mitchell, right? Yeah. Um, and so you got you got players, but can any of them really slow down Steph Curry, right? And if he goes off, he goes off. So you're yep. yeah, you're, you're, you but, but you're relying on Mike Conley to to, to slow him down, right? Which is, tough. I, 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 I is tough. Right? I feel you. I feel right? you. Which is tough, right? And you got any of the guys between Wiggins, Ubre, Draymond do a little bit. It's a little bit of extra lifting, and you're you can pull off an upset. Right? Oh, you, you know, Dray, you you know, Draymond lives rent free on Gobert's head, right? So it's you know what I mean. Like he's gonna it's an interesting matchup. He's gonna do what he does, right? Um, yeah. Spurs are too cold, too well coached of a team to to do to do not as well as they have been doing, mm-hmm. uh, and they got the young guys to sort of make the push. But we'll see what happens, right? Um, Memphis, Dallas, again, those are both juggernauts. You don't know what you're going to get, but very young teams, very raw teams. Yeah, I, I um, love I love the Dallas pickup of JJ Redick. I love the pickup. Think, he hasn't yeah. played yet. Hasn't played yet. Um, also, I love the Nicolo Melli pickup too. And uh, Chris Steps is Chris Steps is shaping into form. He he definitely is definitely is. Uh, my dark horse is always Portland from the West, right? I think if they can somehow somehow stay healthy, they can they can make some noise, right? But that and first round match. And Denver, right? And yeah. but that first round matchup would be Clippers versus Portland, right? And that would be a fun, fun matchup to watch. Um, if Lakers keep falling, that first round could be Clippers versus Lakers. Right? Oh and, man! Oh, that would be that would be oh, something, right? Man. That would be something. Um, Denver's sort of finding their groove again. Um, their they, guys are now they they lost their first game since the trade deadline, right? Um, and uh, after picking up Aaron Gordon, Aaron Gordon's look good for them, man. Dude, they just make. Want. They're basically just like, don't dribble the ball, just run, cut, and Jokic is just gonna find you, and that's what find they you. That's what, and that's it. That's, that's what all he needs. And he's playing, and he's been playing great defense. Yeah, it's it's also like adrenaline, right? He's new team, right? He wants to do well, right? And we'll see, we'll see when things sort of start shaping out. Um, but yeah, man, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a fun last stretch of the of the regular season. Gonna be a season, definitely. Um. And you got the Pelicans sort of knocking on the door. If Golden State staff goes down, like you can see them coming at the the play-in game. Even the Kings, right? Like there's there's a lot that can be done, right? And uh, um, did I see Oklahoma City falling this much? Probably not, but it makes sense, man. They got a young team, and they're really not going to do much this year. So, so why don't they? Got, they, they they got 34, 34 picks for the next you know five years, so six okay. years, man. They're okay. they're they're fine. W- at what point do they start packaging off those picks? Yeah, when they start seeing the team, wow, they got too many young guys, man. They got too many young guys. Well, the, the, like 
I don't know. It's, it's, I don't know what they're exactly doing, but uh, let's see. Let's see what they do in the next couple of years. You know, Listen, but man, they're gonna have they, a shit ton of young talent. Yeah, man. They throw three or four first picks at Atlanta. Do they say no for Trey? Trey and Shea, right? Ooh. Trey and Shea, right? Like that's gonna be. I don't know. Like you got some good young talent in the league that can be definitely. Right? Even like they throw two firsts at um, Charlotte for Lamelo. I don't know. Like what team might bite on these things, right? Like you never know. You, you never know what, and especially you never if know. teams are going in, right? Throw some picks at Washington, go get Bradley Beal. Like, there's, there's, there's so many possibilities for them. Yeah, so many possibilities. All you need is three guys, three superstars, and you got yourself a contender. Definitely, definitely, and you can get that with 34 picks. <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. All right, man. Uh, Let's, uh, oh, you got anything else you want to plug? No, it's, uh, we got. Uh, we're going to quickly about La Liga. Um, Barcelona and Real played this weekend, and uh, unfortunately Barcelona lost. But um, remember at the start of the season, I was saying that it would be insane to see if Barcelona just to make the top four of the just to make the Champions League. But they're very much in their contention to win the league. Um, Atletico and Real both have dropped a lot of points recently, so it's going to be a fun next five weeks to see who pulls this off. It was obviously a big loss for Barcelona. But it is what it is. You, you sort of move on and uh, try to get pick up points wherever you can. They do have a game against Atletico coming up, so that'll put them over top if they win that. Um, but it's a young team, transitioning year, uh, a lot of turmoil at the start of the year, and uh, looks like Messi will probably stay and not go to Man City. Um, there you go. Which is uh, that's which a is, that's a win on win. its own. That's a win on its own. Um, we'll see what happens. All right, Jay. Yeah, that's enough. That's enough for this. Um, who are we giving this out to? We're going to give this out to the one man who's been unnamed on our podcast for years. Who's given us many griefs, pain. Oh, wow. Wow, uh, you're going there. Yeah, you know, we'll go there. We're going to go there. We're going to dedicate this one oh. to, you know, it's, no, it's, JJ. It's, we're, go, we're going to sad times for the Raptors. So this is a great representation of, of, of this player. Um, we drafted him number eight overall. Shake um, my head. Over Andre Iguodala, who would have been a perfect fit beside Vince Carter for us. Uh, a um, finals MVP, Andre Iguodala. Yeah. Yeah. Who, uh, who, averaged, who? who, averaged, who averaged over 20 points a game for most of his career. Brilliant. And now we took Rafael Arujo oh, with the, the eighth Brazili- pick. The Brazilian what? What would he call him? What was his nickname? He was a Brazilian ass. He was trash, <laughs> bro. You know what, Raptors? Alpha, you alpha, know what? Alpha. You know what? You know what? Raptors should just stay away from Brazilian players, dude. We've had Rafa, we had Bruno, Bruno? we had Bebe. Bebe. Bro, just stop. Just stop. No more Brazilian players going forward. That's some uh, South American slander right there, JJ. But okay, I'll take it. Just Brazilian players, you know. Bring in the Argentinians, you know. We had Delfino. Nice We're good. Delfino's great. We're good. We're good. Manu, Brazilian players. I would, I would love another Manu. No doubt. Oh, we had Scola. Mon- Scola was good Scola for us. Was great. Yeah. Man. Okay. One day we're gonna do a, a pod just on like players from other generations that would have played well in this generation. Andreas Nocioni, another player. Andreas Nocioni would have been great too. He would have been good. Another hey, Argentinian. Man. He was a great player. Listen, man. Argentina got the gold medal. Right. Fantastic they, team. Fa- fantastic team. Definitely. ESPN right. has an art- ESPN has an article on that team. I would highly recommend that one as well. All right. We'll we'll check it out. Till next time. 
Hopefully we have a, a better player than Rafael Arujo to talk about. But uh, <laughs> can you can you give me some uh, actually before we end this? Do you have any stats on Rafael Arujo? And oh my god, how much did he actually? What did he average in his? Can you can you name the two teams he's played for in the NBA? Uh, Raptors and Utah. Utah, we played. We traded him to Utah. And um, how many years did he stay in the league? I'll give you an over over under five years. I mean, what do you say? Uh, three years. Three years is what he stayed in the in the That's league. That's it. That's it. Uh, he averaged uh, an incredible two point eight points per game. Twelve uh, minutes a game. Lord have Twelve minutes a game. Two point eight rebounds a game. Um, and two point two personal fouls a game. Uh, wow, a lot of twos here. And he would average uh, his uh, yeah. Wow. Wow, Hoppe. this guy, dude. Okay, I'm gonna name some players after him. Andre Gudala, obviously picked okay. after him. Okay, then you got <clears throat> um, Andres Bedrins, who's actually had played 500 games in the league. Been Chris Humphreys, yeah, Chris Humphreys, Chris Humphreys, Al Jefferson, okay. Josh Smith, J.R. Smith, Tony, Tony, Tony Allen. Okay, um, Bino Udrith. Had you know multiple players, Anderson Varechow, another big Chris right. Duhon, man. Oh my my guy, T. H. Trevor Rizzo was drafted there too. Jeez, um, that, that yeah, first overall pick in that draft, Dwight Howard. And then second pick was uh, my guy, Emek Okafor. Emek Okafor, yeah, he was he was a solid talent too, but didn't turn out. Um, man, yeah, man, and Iggy, like, okay, so Iggy. He never hit the twenty point mark ever averaging, but nineteen point nine. Nineteen point nine. So, so which is go. pretty much twenty, right? And like there's a three, four years where he was averaging seventeen or more, and then after that he sort of settled in. But like Philly, again, he went Philly, Denver, Golden State, and then he's been around a couple teams now. And, and, well, Miami, that's it. Philly, Denver, Golden State. Oh yeah, Miami. didn't play for Memphis. Yeah, he didn't play for Memphis, right? Yeah, and rightfully so. I guess he didn't want to. He didn't want to go through a rebuild again. But and that's that. All right. Till next time. And Jay, enjoy your next month. You too, man. Peace out. <laughs> Peace.